Welcome everybody to the Dad and No podcast, episode number 81, day number 608 of being a stay-at-home father. And uh, I'm, I'm actually now, I have to admit, not a full-time stay-at-home father. I am a part-time stay-at-home father. Not that I got a part-time job. Uh, no, my daughter goes to her daycare for two days out of the week. So, um, yeah, that, I think that, that now classifies me as a part-time stay-at-home father. People are like, what? The, what? Why, then what do you do at home? Uh, I, I do a, a cartoon. I don't know if you've heard of it. You probably haven't. But if you have, or if you haven't, or if it doesn't matter, it's called Blair and the Bear, is what I'm trying to say. Blair and the Bear, go check it out. That's my plug for my own cartoon. So uh, go check out Blair and the Bear if you haven't seen it. Episode number five comes out later today when I finish it because I'm still doing it. And I'm taking a break by doing a podcast because I found my limits. I found my limits doing this cartoon. Uh, last week, I stared at the, the computer so long that I almost vomited. I never had that before. I've, my wife was like, well, because you're doing at night, you're doing the cartoons. You're staring at the screen in the dark, dummy. And I'm like, it's not the dark. I got a lamp on. And it's just a little lamp in the corner. And she's like, you're going to hurt your eyes. And I'm like, my eyes and my heart are already hurt. And she's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. I'm emotional sometimes for no reason because I stayed up for 18 hours. But that's what happens. That's what it takes. Staying up 18 hours straight doing uh, cartoons. Yeah, that's what it takes. I don't know what, it, what, I, what it's going to... Uh, <laughs> Well, it's taking definitely taking from my time, my energy, what it's gonna do. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea what what the hell I'm doing. Everyone's just like, you got a plan? Nope. No, no plan. Just do. That's I haven't. That's my new thing. Well, not new, but I, for the past year and a half, it's if I have an idea, then I become obsessed and I do that. So uh, <laughs> that's not good, man. It's been longer than that, actually. I'd say probably. The last three years, yeah, three years since I started uh, the SoundCloud, I I become obsessive about something, and then I'm just like, I gotta do it, I gotta do it, and then I I do it, and whether that comes out good or bad, usually bad, uh, it um, I get it out of my system. It's like, all right, well, I did that, and you learn some stuff, and you learn. What do you learn? I don't know. I can't off the top of my head. I don't know what, what I learned. Maybe you learned what not to do or what doesn't work or what you like and you don't care if it works or it doesn't work. Uh, it's just a lot, trying to explain to people about doing that show Blair and the Bear. It's like 50 hours of total from writing and drawing and animating from start to finish. I would say it's about 50 hours a week. And that's a lot of hours to put into something that doesn't pay anything at all. Uh, it, 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 you don't know what if people. I mean, we get we get, we get people watch it. You know what I mean? Like on YouTube, it's like a hundred something views each episode, and then on on Facebook, it's like some are two thousand, some are only like five hundred. But you know, 
You don't do it for the views. You don't do it for the likes. You do it because you don't want to deal with life. So you put all your energy into something that probably is not going to go anywhere. And it's in a way wasting your time and everybody else's time. But it's a glorious waste of time, which means it's not a waste of time, which means it's something that I should be doing. Hmm? I wish I could talk to the 12-year-old me and be like, what do you do now? Oh, uh, I make a cartoon. And uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's right. I also produce albums for other comedians. Do you get paid? Now, well, why do you got to talk about that? Do you get paid, 12-year-old me? Hmm? Do you have money? No, you don't have money. Do you? Mommy and daddy take care of you. Hmm? Is that what it is? Mommy and daddy? And he's going to be like, well, who takes care of you? I'm like, well, my wife, your wife does. Uh, you're going to like her. She's real cool. Uh, but your wife kind of kind of takes care. Oh, I think that really bugs the crap out of my family. No, I don't think I know it bugs the crap out of both sides of my family. Because I understand it. I understand why why family members would be like, I can't look at this. What the hell is this idiot doing? He's going to what? He's doing he's doing cartoons now? This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like it's, I understand it. I understand completely completely understand and completely don't care it's not i don't know why i don't care i don't because i can see it i can see it i think that's the most important part if you can see where you're going like oh it's a it's a completely grandioso like oh my god like i can see it like where i want to go and how you know the, it's a little bit at a time you know what i mean not 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 uh monetary wise i know i keep harping on that but you know uh, I need the money. Uh, so if you guys got any gigs, no, <laughs> they, um, oh, before I continue real quick, some gigs that are coming up, uh, I will be at the blind tiger with Juan Virial. That's right. Uh, if you've heard of him, he is with his number one, not number one. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. For uh Latino comic, BT comic view. He was on there the most. So, um, I, I that's an accolade, right? I think. I mean, he was on there a lot. I remember when I was a kid watching him. Uh, but he's going to be at the Blind Tiger 10 o'clock on Saturday. Go check him out. We also have the midnight show there. And then uh, all things I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm, I'm supposed to open up for Big J. Ogerson at Laugh Out Loud the last week of um, this month, October. So, yeah, go check it out. Uh, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah, family and um, them not being very. I completely understand that. Completely, and oh, I'd say the first year was probably the hardest as far as getting past that, especially being uh, uh, you know Mexican culture, Latino culture, where it's like the man works. And if the woman wants to work, she can, but she doesn't have to. Like that's that's at least. In in my family, it, it seems like that. But uh, coming from the valley here in South Texas, that's you know that's that that's the, apparently the the norm in that culture, our culture. And uh, for me, not to, it's like that is nuts. That that is that is crazy. Just the way it would be like in in Japanese culture, you know what I mean, or Indian culture. It's like what what the hell are you doing? Yeah. So, um, but. Most people change careers by age 40, you know, midlife crisis and stuff because they realize that what they're doing is 
sucking the soul out of their body, just all their energy, and they get nothing back for it. And whatever soul sucking sales job we may have or whatever job, uh, you know, and it's just like, and at age four, you're like, you know what? I need I need I need to do something that I love. And then you go and you do woodwork or whatever you do, or you know what I mean? You find a product that you like to sell or you start your own sales company or you just decide, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to keep buying stuff and that'll make me happy. I'll just keep filling this hole with material stuff. And that's what we shouldn't do, people. Fill the hole with material. Oh, I'm not going into that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I just had my midlife crisis at age 24. That's what happened to me. And it wasn't like, all right, I'm going to be a comedian. I quit my job. It was like six years until I turned 30. It was like when I turned 30 and it took that long to get my wife through school and I worked, you know, all those. Uh, I mean, th- I, I'm glad I had high paying sales job, but oh, my God, it's just so much time. You, you, you trade your life. You trade a, a third to half of your life. For what, seventy, seventy-five thousand dollars a year, and I was like, Ugh, making somebody else rich usually, because yeah, you're getting paid seventy-five thousand off that. What are they getting paid off of that? Oh, so it's just so it took that long to finally, and that's it's scary. It is scary, not knowing, knowing where you want to go, but not knowing how to get. It's the to me, it's like uh, um, you're driving at night. But you have no lights and you got to You got to go. You just got to start moving. No lights at all. Pitch black. Middle of nowhere. But, you know, there's a road in front of you. So you, you start going freaking planes. You start going. And then but as you go, you get like you get like dimmers. And it's like, oh, I can see a little, so you go a little bit faster. And then you get some lights. But it's all it's all like there's they need to clean the headlights. You know what I mean? Take the calcium off the headlights. So it's dim. Right, but you see, you go a little fast. Now you're doing 45, 50, and then all of a sudden, you can put on your your brights and you can see fully. You know what I mean? But there's now obstacles in front of you. And you got to go around the obstacles so that it can slow you down. Whatever obstacles that may be. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of lost. I kind of lost my where I was going with that. The point is, I'm doing what I love, and I'm gonna keep doing it until I can't do it anymore. So, which. Not not do not not do it anymore, but it wouldn't be devoted devoting my 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 full time to you know what I mean. I mean I I, I definitely believe there do there does come a point where the responsibility uh, has to be you know the the main thing is your family of course always always but the about providing. Uh, maybe not necessarily a better lifestyle, but like a, a, a future for your retirement and stuff like that. So um, I'm investing in myself. That's what I'm doing. That's a lot of people are like, I'm going to invest in 401k. No, I'm going to take, the, I'm not going to have 401k and I'm going to invest in myself. And it's going to be good. That's what I tell myself every day. Welcome to motivational speeches with uh, Josh Gombaza, blah, 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 blah. Eh. Sorry, I didn't mean to get all. I just been on. Uh, uh, I've been. I, I went to bed at at one thirty, and then I woke up today at six thirty, and I am at the point I can't look at the the computer anymore, like right now, and I'm letting the computer charge. I filled up the computer. It's a terabyte of memory, 
And I was working on it last time, and it was like computer full. I was like, how the hell are you full already? So I had to take a long-ass time taking it. The video said to switch all the videos over. Uh, granted, it was like 250 gigs. It said eight days. I was like, yeah, I can't wait eight days. So I just started whatever I thought that we didn't, I need, didn't need, I tried to erase it as much as possible. Freed up like 160 gigs on there. And then the mouse started dying, so I had to. I had to plug. I'm out working the computer, son. That's what I'm doing. I work in the computer for what reason? I don't. Again, I don't know. I don't know. The whole point is to create, right? My creator made me to create. If you believe that we have a creator, I keep putting these podcasts out further and further apart. It's like ten days. I have to be in the mood. I can't I can't just be like, okay, it's this week I got to do a podcast. It's like nah, I'm, I mean, I, I I won't go more more than 2 weeks without doing one, but I'm it lately it's been coming like every 10 days doing a podcast, but I will get back to doing one every week probably after Blair and the Bear cuz this thing takes forever and you just drain. It's like, our podcast and your mind just melted. Like I can't think. And then I was with my son. I'd be like, "You want to do a podcast?" He's like, "Nah, not right now." I'm like, "Yeah, me neither." So that's that's what that's that's what happened. But I still I still really like doing it. Like today, I re- today I was like, "Man, I want to do a podcast." I just stopped in the middle. I was like, "I want to do a podcast." That's I try to write a joke a day, a podcast a week. Try to perform at a new place, whether that's a new, hopefully, hopefully a new uh, uh, a showcase. Not open mic, but even if it's not, then a new open mic once a month, and then every year uh, a new web series. That's been the and then hopefully I'm supposed to next year put out my album, uh, Clown Poet. So next year will be uh, the album, and then I'm thinking every two years try to do a new album. That's the goal. There we go. A joke a day, a podcast a week, a new place perform a month, a new web series a year. And an album every two years. What will that achieve? I don't know. Again, I don't know. I don't know. But the whole point is to create. Correct? Maybe? No? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you for for listening to random thoughts of... uh, I don't want to say broken man. I'm not a broken man. I was a broken man of a person who is becoming unbroken, also known as fixing themselves or messing up. I could be putting everything back together, but in the wrong way and uh, totally screwing myself up. I don't know. I know my credit score is now crap. Uh, Apparently, if you don't work for a few years, uh, yeah, your credit score goes to crap. So... Oh well, I had a high. I had like a seven twenty, and now I I don't I don't know what it is, but I know that uh, if I try to get AT and T under my name, it's like a three hundred dollar deposit uh, off the bat. And um, I also know that I I think I only have a a car under my name or something like that. Also, my social is anyway. Getting ready for the competition funniest comic in texas and i'm doing it the same way that i got ready for for funniest person in south texas and that is i just i uh do the same set 
for like two months over and over and over again try to like just squeeze everything out squeeze all the extra words out know everything i'm going to say whether the audience is feeling me or not for just go through the set just do the set this is the set you know the set back you know there's no lulls just boom 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 and every joke has to hit Right. I did that with Funniest Person South Texas for two months. And at the end of those two months, I hated those six minutes so much. I was just like, I hate this. Oh, my God. Because you got to and you get and when you do the competition, it's it's the it's the adrenaline that makes you put the energy behind the joke. You know, being in the joke. That's because if you're just saying it and you're on autopilot, which happens sometimes. And that happens, I think, with comics, because we don't. Either, uh, you know, you could be in your own head and, or in a mood or something like that, or the audience, you're like, oh, it's not that many people, it sucks. But most of the time, you're just, you're tired of the joke. That's why you're not into it. Like Louis C.K. said, the jokes are like fruit. At one point, it ripes, but then it starts to get rotten. If you're doing the same joke for, you know, over a year, you're like, uh, you started, it does, you don't fear, you might not be the same person, but the joke works, so you keep doing it. Or, you know, it's just uh, that, that kills that does get get gets a great laugh and and you keep doing it and then there's those other jokes that that I mean and you know you don't love it because the joke works but you're just like I just don't I don't like I mean it works but I just don't feel that way anymore really but uh, versus the jokes where it's like they get all right laughs most of the times they get like a ooh you know what I mean which um I love that. I love that. That's mm, that's that's just a, it's it's almost as tasty as a clapping break, like a laugh clapping break. You know what I mean? Like they just blah, like a guttural, but uh, they pull back from you because it's you know, I feel like stand up should be a little bit of an emotional roller coaster. You remember what people said, but you know, you remember how they made you feel about it. What jokes did he say that offended you? I don't remember, but I know I was offended. You know, not necessarily mean to go offend people, but I'm saying. Uh, feel you take them on an emotional roller coaster and they'll leave me like oh, there's parts that I laugh there's parts that I felt a little sad but most of it has to be laughing you know what I mean there's parts where I was going to get mad at him but then oh okay I see where he's going with that or I have no idea what the hell he's talking about it but uh, I love the the cadence that he do, did it in that was that was nice that was nice the inflections on the voice that was good and then I, I tap dance a little bit anyway the <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm getting ready for the uh competition and so now i'm doing i don't know how much time i'm supposed to do 10 minutes 15 minutes 12 minutes i don't even know when the show is uh i just know it's on a wednesday probably in november so again doing those that that set again and again and again i'm trying not to not to get bored the problem is now i don't know what jokes i want to put in I've never performed in, uh, I don't know if it's Addison or Arlington. I've never performed there. I don't know what the audience is like. I mean, not, not, not what they like, like, oh, what material should I do for you? But what they, what they, what they are like, you know what I mean? Like, what is, what's the demographic? What's the, you know what I mean? What is the, what are the ages? Uh, <laughs> What do most of them do for work? I need to know all this information. No, let's just go perform. But I'm just saying, I don't know how it's going to work. Because when I did when I did the Houston Improv, there's jokes usually where they get the laugh. I got, like, some pullback. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, all right. And then you're going to pull back. And then there was other times where the, the premise got the laugh. Before, I was just like, and then the joke also, the punchline got a laugh. But the premise got a laugh. It was just... 
I guess the way I said, I don't know what the like that that can it just each each uh, city's gonna have different. Doesn't matter. Fuck it. It, it. This is this. I don't remember what life was like before this. Before, I already don't remember what it's like before kids. I definitely don't remember that. But I don't remember what it's like when I was not a stay-at-home father. I mean, six hundred and eight days. That's a, that's a lot of days of being a stay-at-home father. And stuff that I used to stress about. Like I'm like, why was I stressing? Like why I was thinking about what am I gonna make for dinner? Like what is wrong? with me why was i stressed and i i I'm, i think i've said this before but i definitely see why some stay-at-home parents stay-at-home you know moms and dads that can go crazy because if this is all you if this is it if this is your whole life just you're at home and home and home i mean that's yeah i understand that no i know i've said something like that before but for real yeah you can go nuts but now i don't stress about it i don't stress about it and if and if I, there is uh uh, like where I don't know what we're going to have for dinner or what I'm going to make, or I just don't feel like making anything. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, sometimes if I don't feel like making anything, and especially if I have like cash from, from a, a bar show I did or something like that, I'm like, yeah, let's go, get, let's go get some horrible food and stuff it in our faces. And everybody's like, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. My son, my son's one of those, which is weird for a kid to do, but he's like one of those where he'll, he'll eat some of it and then save some of the food for later because he's already knows good eating habits as a child. And I don't, and he does that. And last time he left some nuggets in the fridge, there was, there was three nuggets and I came home from a show and, uh, I I didn't eat dinner before I left. So when I came home, I saw those three nuggets and already people I can hear like, oh, that's horrible. I don't care what you think. Okay. I bought those nuggets and I will eat those nuggets. I will get him more nuggets if he wants. But those three nuggets at that time were mine because I saw them and I can do that. So I ate them. And the next day his mom had work on a Saturday and uh, he, I wake up to dad. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was, he comes over to he comes over to the room. He's like, "What happened to my nuggets?" I was just like, apparently my wife uh, told on me because she's so nice. Before she left, she's like, "Daddy ate your nuggets." I bet. Dad, did you eat my nuggets? It's like, oh, uh, the the nuggets you had yesterday. It's like, yes. I was like, oh. were there three of them? Yes. In the fridge? Yes. They were in their box. I was just like, nah, man, I haven't seen your three nuggets. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. I was like, you want some cereal instead? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take some cereal, I guess. Huh, I guess I <laughs> just walked off like, well, I guess I'm not mad anymore. Uh, my dad didn't do it. That's, I know, you're lying to your child. Well, you know what? You still tell your child that Santa is bringing him presents, so you're lying on your child too. Do you? Do I say that? No, I've never told my son about Santa. He's asked me about Santa, and I'm just like, yep, that's the guy. When they talk about Santa, that is him. I never said Santa is real to my child. And if he asks me if Santa is real, I'm going to tell him. I can't wait to tell him. Like, he's going to be like, is Santa? No, nope, not real. Not real. Thank God. I've been wanting to tell you since you were born. Like, hey, this is the biggest. I'm, t I'm telling you, when I found out, I freaked the 
fuck out. Like I was, I was nine. My world was, but I was, I was a Santa Claus. I thought all these people were crazy. All these Santa Claus truthers. And I was telling them like, no, these guys, they don't understand. They don't, they're, ugh, they're, I, they don't understand. Santa is real. My father and mother told me. And why would they lie? about this this is there's no reason to lie about this why would they lie about a, a, a this man coming and bringing us presents and then i found out it all was a lie <sighs> this is just some scheme for 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 us to want toys right so i can't wait till he uh that kind of like just out at the end i was going somewhere with it and then i lost it but whatever why don't you edit it and make i don't want to edit it all right i'm not gonna edit it edit it, edit it. But yeah, I'm definitely going to tell him when he asks me Nope, nope Guess what, Easter Bunny He's going to be like, yeah, I knew about the Easter Bunny, Dad I mean, really? Big Bunny, chocolate eggs, what are you talking about? Bunnies don't lay eggs, Dad That makes no sense What about the Tooth Fairy? Uh, I think I might lie about the Tooth Fairy I might lie about the Tooth Fairy Why the Tooth Fairy? Because I believe in tooth fairies. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't just play. Because I believe in tooth fairies. That is real. So I'm on day, f- so I'm on day like 45 now, 46. Since my birthday, since August 30th, I haven't had a drink. And uh, I'm starting to feel a big difference. So, because I'm a hack, because Bill Burr is like, I'm not drinking. I think he's like on day 60 or something like that. And I'm like, you know what? Mr. Burr, I'm going to copy you because... This is good. This is, I'm going to stop drinking. No, I was just drinking too much. And uh, my back feels way better. Way better. Like, I'll have, still have a bad day, like, once a week. But not a bad day, like, every day. It used to be I had one good day where I wake up. I'm like, oh, I can move in the morning. Wow, I don't have to. I can bend over to the sink without having to bend my knees and then bend over. I'm 32. I shouldn't have to do that. I've been doing that since I was like 20, since I was 24. Jesus. Just bending, just, uh, my bag is broken. <sighs> this would have been like in the in the 19th century or even any time of, uh, and my back was like that, I, I would be dead already. I would just be bedridden and dead. And they're like, what's wrong? His back is broken. I'd have a broken back at 24. So. What was the point of saying that? I don't know. I don't I don't know what the point of talking about my back was. Oh yeah, because of the alcohol. Yeah, I'm not drinking. I'm not I'm not drinking as much now. I'm not drinking at all. What am I talking about? As much. I'm not drinking. See, you're a liar. You are a liar. I'm not a liar. I haven't been drinking. And it's saving money too. It's saving a lot. It said like uh, uh like during the week, like I didn't think I'd spent that much, but I we added up. It's 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 a nice little chunk of change, you know, an extra 25 bucks at least. And that's because I'm getting free drinks most of the time from the from the clubs. 25 bucks, you know, with tip and maybe buying one extra drink. 25 bucks, that's 100 bucks a month. And that's on the low end. That is on the low end. So now, like, I spend, like, 20 bucks a month. And that's not even, that's not on alcohol because now I just drink club sodas. Everybody thinks it's so gross. Like, can I get a club? They're like, you want lime in that? Like, joking around? I'm like, yes. They're like, what? You want? You really want lime in this? I'm like, yes. Put a lime in it, please. Oh, oh, okay. And then they put the lime. They're like, you want me to squirt? You don't have to squirt my lime. I can squirt my lime. Just put the lime on the side of the cup and back the fuck up. 
and then it gets aggressive, and then I got to leave most of the time. And all I wanted was a club soda. But I drink like five of them. I drink like, is he joking? Yes, I'm joking. I drink like five, five or six of them, and uh, it makes me pee a lot. But uh, now uh, I don't pee yellow anymore. I don't, that's way too much info. It's not pungent. It's not. It's drinkable. I don't know if you knew it's drinkable now. Um, but my uh, my friend was telling me that the that uh, drinking all those club sodas at the club that it's I'm it's I'm still doing bad stuff to my body because of where he's pouring it from. And I was like, what does that mean? What kind of club water are you giving me? He's like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 no. What are you putting in my club? soda and he was just like uh it's from the soda gun it's like okay what the hell does that mean and it's a gun not uh like the it has all the sprite and co everybody knows what the hell it is you know what i mean right and because he pours all the sodas out of it when he pours club soda there's still uh, i want to say resin that's not the right word. residue there's still stuff there's still sugar and stuff that gets into the club soda definitely not as much as a coke or, or a Sprite or whatever, but there's still some in there. I'm like, come on, man. I'm already down drinking club soda. I'm not drinking sodas. I'm not drinking uh, alcohol. Well, actually, I take that back. I've had like a few sodas. But I'm not drinking alcohol. Just give me my club soda. Like, really, you're going to give me the soda gun thing? That's what you're going to say? Well, they're disgusting. Well, that doesn't, that's, that's anything I get then. Anything I get to drink is going to come out of that dang gun, unless it's a beer, and I can't drink beer. So what are you talking about? What was the point of you telling me that? And then it became a whole argument, and then we started fighting. I was like, what? We didn't fight. But still, uh, it's not, my whole point was, <sighs> know where you drink from. And donate to Flint. And Puerto Rico, and 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 the whole world's falling apart. But I don't have you noticed? I don't talk about that as much stuff, stuff as much because it's just uh, I, I don't beyond frustration to the point where it's just like I, you don't even know how to even. Uh, I, it's hard for me to even attempt to make it funny because it's just like I don't. I just you want to let yell, you want to yell what certain stuff does. That's happening, but yeah. Anyway, I think it's about it. I think it's about it. Anything in the news? Anything? Oh yeah, the the Iran deal that Trump, or as uh, as somebody that I spoke to recently said, Abraham. Let me let me tell you about Iran. If you say Iran, Iran, I already know what you're gonna tell me. You know, like that. You don't. It's that's not a mystery. I know your opinion because you call Iran. It's, it's Iran or uh, Iran or Iran or. I, I think those are it. I think that's all the ones I could do or think of right now. But yeah, Blair and the Bear. Make sure that's what I'll say. Go check it out. Check out Funny Man Comedy Works, uh, FMCW. Uh, Funny Man Comedy. Works. Oh, Sterable. That's what we we got on. Yeah, we got on. We're on Sterable. Check out Sterable, man. Uh, it's uh it's basically Netflix for web series and there's some really good web series on there especially Blair and the Bear but it's and we're trending on there right now we're trending on there uh, on the front page so that's cool so go there if you if you like Blair and the Bear uh or if you just like this podcast go 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 rate it go go rate them on Starable and this one on iTunes that you know 
But uh, thank you guys. Check out Remember Saturday, The Blind Tiger. Also Friday, we're going to have a 10 o'clock show. I don't know who's doing the 10 o'clock show. Uh, but the 12 o'clock, the midnight, is the midnight uh, show, which is always fun. Go check. We've been having some pack shows there, which has really been cool. Um, and then Saturday with Juan Vidal. And then at the end of the month with hopefully uh, we open up for uh, Big J Ogerson. I'll be doing a show regardless. Uh, it might be with him. It might not be. It might not be with him, but yeah, I'll be on the show. So thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, uh, comment, like, all that other stuff. You have a good one. Talk to you next week. Deuce.